Welcome to The Unconventional Path, Entrepreneurship and Innovation Stories and Ideas. Hi, I'm Bela Musitz, former three-time entrepreneur, venture capitalist, and now the David D. Ray Professor of Innovation and Entrepreneurship at Clarkson University in Potsdam, New York. And I'm Mike Wasserman, Professor of International Management at the Münster University of Applied Sciences in Münster, Germany. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy our podcast. In this mini-episode, we're going to discuss a topic of general interest to our listeners, and we also answer listener questions, which we'll do today. This, uh, these mini-episodes will typically be about 10 minutes or so in length. And we release these mini-episodes every other week to supplement our full episodes where we interview guests. Before we get to today's topic, a quick thank you to our sponsors, Clarkson University and the Minster University of Applied Sciences. And now let's jump right into today's topic, Bela. Hey, Mike, uh, this one came to us from a listener question, and that's what spurred us uh, to come up with this topic. So Bob wrote a very nice email to us, and he says, let me read it to you. Bela and Mike, I just wanted to say I enjoy the podcast, but the latest one with Mark Duancic was really special. I love the micro-observer term and the opportunity recognition. Thank you for doing these. Mark mentioned a book, Seth Godin's, Purple Cow. Do the two of you have books that you would suggest for your audience? Thanks again, Bob. Great letter. Great question. Uh, I have some books that I'll recommend, but I'm going to start with magazines, if that's okay, because I'm a big magazine guy, Bela. Um, my family swears that I had an uncle who had me reading aloud from the Wall Street Journal when I was four years old, and it was very entertaining for the family. Uh, I think they were laughing at me and not with me. Uh, and then I subscribed to my first business magazine, which was Business Week, uh, I believe in the eighth grade. And I've been a subscriber ever since. And I get a whole bunch of magazines, both paper still and electronically. Um, so I, I love books, uh, but I start a lot of books and I don't finish many. I think that's because my attention span is pretty short and I just have this kind of multitasking personality. Um, so I like magazine length articles because there's still some depth, uh, but I can finish a whole issue of a magazine in an hour or two. Um, but in general, reading is really important to me, and whether it's books or magazines or listening to podcasts, which you'll talk about in a little bit, um, I think it's really important uh, to broaden the viewpoints that I listen to, uh, You know, go beyond the, my friends and my coworkers who I love and who teach me a lot, um, but I tend to surround myself, I think like all of us, with people that are a lot like me. So hearing these different ideas gives me ideas, gives me different perspectives, provides me with questions to ask people when I meet them for the first time, which also relieves a lot of the social anxiety that I often have, those of you that know me. Um, and it helps me in general be open to opportunities for investments or to design solutions for or to get my students thinking about their future, our future. Uh, is really neat, kind of this idea of looking around the corner. And this gives me a lot of fodder uh, for doing that. But I'll start with, I'll start with books. Because that was the question that Bob had. So I have kind of three big books that I um, recommend to people who are interested in entrepreneurship and innovation. Um, you, they're cheap to buy. That You can buy all three for about 40 euros uh, and have an awesome start to your entrepreneurship library. The first uh, is Lean Startup uh, by Eric Ries, and that's from 2014. The second one's a little older, called The Business Model Canvas, and that's by Ulsterwater and Pig Neuer, and that's from 2011. And the third is... Uh, the Startup Owner's Manual by Blankendorf, and that's from 2014. Uh, so those are kind of classic-y, getting a little older, but I think they're still very relevant, and I still have my students use those uh, with, with good success. 
So that'd be the big three. I have a I have a bunch more in process, and Bela, I'll let you know if they're good, and maybe this will motivate me to finish them a bit. Yeah. Hey, Mike, that that's a, a great list. Uh, I'm familiar with uh, at least two out of your three books there, and they're real solid. And uh, it's interesting you talked about Business Week because I can remember as a probably fourth or fifth grader, my father had a subscription to Business Week. And uh, I used to read that as well. And uh, it's interesting how, you know, things that you find laying around the house, uh, you end up reading and it, how it influences you in your, uh, in your life to come. So, Mike, hey, I have an idea. So why don't we, uh, why don't we do like a book of the month club? Uh, why don't we like uh, once a month and one of our episodes, we'll figure out which one it is. Uh, we'll announce uh, either you or I a favorite book or maybe a new podcast or a new magazine we've come across. But uh, some, uh, some piece of uh, material, uh, reading or listening, that uh, we think we should like to share with our audience. That's a great idea, Bela. Um, I don't think it's quite Oprah's book club or anything, but it might give people some ideas to read and learn. And like, it's a good way for us to share our favorites. And maybe uh, some of our listeners would share their favorites with us as well, and we could pass them along. So I think this is cool. And hopefully it'll push me to finish some of these books that I have open on my Kindle that I've had for years. Um, and so I can make some recommendations, but that's great. All right. In terms of magazines, that is, which is where I started, so I can kind of move on. Um, here's what I read to keep up on all things kind of innovation and entrepreneurship related. My favorite go-to source is probably Fast Company. Uh, I like, oh, and we'll put the links to these in the show notes so you can just click right on them. Um, MIT Technology Review, I think is great. Uh, and I really enjoy that. Um, for general purpose, kind of global business context, uh, I read The Economist regularly. Um, I like the Harvard Business Review and MIT Sloan Management Review. I read those, and those are kind of the classics. But there's another one called Strategy and Business that's um, a little more consulting-oriented, but that uh, is also something that I like. Uh, Wired is a classic tech one uh, that I like. Core 77 is more focused on design, which I really like and think is important. Um, and then I, I would add on there both the New York Times business section and the Wall Street Journal. And people say, oh, one is too liberal or one is too conservative. And I really think it's important that you look at both angles and you read things from different perspectives. So especially if you're in the U.S. to kind of get both sides, um, because they have different angles on things like regulation and taxes and things like that. And it's an important to understand your whole base of customers and all your employees. So it's my typical plea for looking at things from multiple perspectives and being a good business person means understanding different sides, not necessarily taking a side um, when it comes to dealing with your customers. And we can have a whole other uh, mini on politics and business might be interesting and controversial. But uh, so I try to read both of those regularly. And then blogs, uh, and you know, these blogs tend to be shorter and are good for times and maybe I can't concentrate for a long stretch of time. Uh, three I like are TechCrunch and Futurism and VentureBeat. So that's kind of my thing. And oh, one more little side thing. I have two more little side things, Bela, as usual. But I'll post, li I post links to the articles that I read from these sources and some other ones to my Twitter feed, which is at mwasserman number two. And I'll put the link on, and that is a lot of times I'll just throw up there some current articles that I've, I've been reading that I think my friends would be interested to. So if you want to join that and follow, that's cool. And then my last note, I promise, and I'll turn it over to you, Bela, about books and magazines. And this is, do me a favor, if you don't already do this, and if you have a few spare dollars, and I know not everybody does, 
But spend a few of those on a subscription to either a good quality newspaper or magazine of your choice or buy a book or two every now and then because paying for good journalism is really important for, I think, keeping a diverse set of voices in the public consciousness so that we all have access to different ideas and different perspectives. And I think it's every bit as important in this day and age as donating to your favorite nonprofit. I'm not saying don't do that, but it's equally as important, I think, to make sure that you're spending a little money because good stuff doesn't come free. You get what you pay for, right? And I know that free is good for a lot of things and a lot of people, but uh, my personal plea is um, be willing to pay a little bit for to support people who are writing and editing this stuff. I agree, Mike. I agree. So I thought I would uh, maybe share with our listeners uh, Mike's sort of podcast list. So I've become a big, big consumer of podcast, and that's fundamentally driven by two things. Uh, number one, I'm a runner. So I run uh, at least an hour a day, uh, five to six times a week. So I got a good hour a day there to consume somehow. And I also have a pretty significant commute. So I'm spending anywhere from an hour or two in the car uh, commuting. So I have become an avid, avid podcast listener. So I'll just quickly go down through my list here of podcasts. And uh, uh, number one on my list is a podcast called Marketplace with Kai Rizdahl. It's a, it's a great sort of overview of what's going on in the markets and the business world on a daily basis. That's, it, that comes out every day. That's a daily podcast. Then there's a How I Built This by Guy Raz. Those are interviews with entrepreneurs. They talk about how they built their businesses. Uh, Masters of Scale with Reed Hoffman. Uh, similar to How I Built This, but you know a little different, uh, different flavor to it. And there's Trailblazers. Uh, with Walter Isaacson. That's also a great one. Again, interviews with uh, sort of uh, successful entrepreneurs and business people. They are all uh, all excellent, excellent, well-produced, well done. There's another one that I really like. It's called Business Wars. This is usually a multi-episode uh, podcast where they'll do a comparison between like Coke and Pepsi. And they'll talk about the evolution of Coke and Pepsi and sort of how they slugged it out in the, in the business world. They did one on Avis and Hertz, for example. So uh, Walmart and Kmart. And uh, they're, they're really good. Very sort of uh, well done, historical in nature. And uh, I really, really enjoy them. Uh, there's another one that I find uh, really interesting. It's called 99% Invisible with Roman Mars. Uh, it sort of is focused on design. And uh, here's one of these things that uh, is just really intriguing to me, how they talk about things that when you have really, really good design, you really don't notice it uh, because it's just functional and built into um, how you're using that device. Or, and they talk about building. It's not just about devices. They talk about buildings and, and all sorts of stuff. So a couple other ones that are more startup oriented. One is uh, This Week in Startups. Um, there's another one called Entrepreneurship Stories for Inspiration. Um, and then uh, there's a really good one. Uh, it's not around anymore, meaning they're not doing any more new episodes. But they did about two seasons, I believe. And they're really good. I use this one in my class. Uh, and it's called Open for Business. And it's by eBay and Gimlet Creative. 
And it just sort of takes you through several different things. And as a matter of fact, I mentioned this in one of our previous co- podcasts where we talked about pricing. Uh, they did a really good episode on pricing. So that's sort of my podcast list. And uh, again, we'll uh, post, post this in the show notes for you and um, with links. So hope you enjoy them. And if you have some that you like, let us know. Awesome. Thanks, Bela. That was a great response to Bob's question. Uh, probably a little more than he bargained, but uh, that's what we that's what we're, where our heads are at. And it's kind of neat, Bela, that you and I have very complimentary um, – we, we listen to very complimentary sources or read very complimentary sources, that you're the podcast guy and I'm the kind of the book and magazine guy, uh, which is fascinating. But uh, great. So I think uh, let's wrap it up. We're really happy that uh, everyone – joined us in the, our little podcasting adventure for this week and we hope you found the last 15 minutes or so interesting and useful um we have two small requests as usual one is if you have any questions about what you discuss suggestions uh complaints concerns uh let us know uh, our email is bela.and.mike at gmail.com and if you like what we're doing uh hit subscribe or like on your podcast app uh you can uh if you have a few minutes to go out of your way and write a review for us, that's even better. Uh, and if you know others that might find this interesting, please uh, share them with us. No, share us with them. I got it right that time. <laughs> there you go, Mike. So that's it for this week, folks. Uh, thanks for spending time with us. Uh, we look forward to uh, having you join us for our next episode. Hey, Mike, good to see you. And uh, nice chatting with you. And see you next week. Great. Thanks, Bella. Next week. Bye. This podcast is produced for Mike and I by our friends at Busy Media of Schenectady, New York. They can be found at busymedia.co. 